Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. Every week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. And today, our very special guest is Knut Johnson, the Rotary District Foundation Chair. Welcome, Knut. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Finally. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Finally. Knut, it's great to have you here on Radio Rotary. And um, tell us, what is the Rotary Foundation and what does it do? Well, the Rotary Foundation is really the vehicle that that, uh, pushes the uh, Rotary International. As you know, we are a service organization of 1.2 million Rotarians, and our mission is to uh, uh, try to bring us closer uh, to world peace, and we do that uh, through the humanitarian and educational programs that we're involved with, and it's the foundation that uh, drives that mission. In other words, we could say that uh, uh, we use the expression that the foundation is the backbone of Rotary, and the Rotarians are the heart and soul. Oh, that's very eloquently explained. Yes, that's great. Yeah. Um, Newt, what are some of the um, programs that the Rotary Foundation is sponsoring around the world and even here in the United States that's going to help get people together and eventually, we sincerely hope, achieve world peace? Well, we really have two arms. One is the humanitarian arm, and the other is the educational end. In the humanitarian and we're talking primarily about matching grants. We're actually going out, develop, developing programs in, uh, with, other, uh, with other countries, usually countries in great need. And we're dealing with uh, such things as food, uh, literacy, uh, poverty, water. And uh, this is that one arm. And then the other side of the coin is the educational aspect where we're uh, taking young men and women, for the most part scholars, young scholars, and we're introducing them to uh, foreign travel and foreign education. In other words, they can complete their master's degree in an ambassadorial-type program, as we call it, ambassadorial scholars. Or we also have another arm, which is the uh, World Peace uh, Fellows. And this is a graduate program designed for those that hope to have a career in conflict resolution. And, uh, and, and so those are, I guess, the two main areas where we find our, our mission and our work today. Now, you um, had shared with me earlier, um, speaking about countries in great needs, you've done quite a bit of traveling on behalf of Rotary as a representative yourself. I mean, you are an ambassador, too, and you've been involved with Rotary for many years yourself. Yes, I, I. In fact, I just uh, two weeks ago came back from having spent two weeks in, uh, well, a week in Nepal and a week in India. And not your first trip there. No, this was my fourth trip. Um, I'm also, along with the foundation, I'm also involved with the educational aspects of Rotary, uh, from the standpoint of trying to improve the knowledge of the average Rotarian. We feel that uh, uh, we're not giving enough attention to the Rotarians at the club level that aren't necessarily in the a leadership track. So in other words, they're, they, they come to the meeting week after week, but they really aren't exposed to um, much of the work that we do. So this leadership program is designed to first tell them where we've been, where we hope to go as an organization, and then we also throw in some uh, leadership skills such as team building. Obviously, uh, I like to think that we're all leaders uh, because that's how we 
kind of form our, our, our membership around people that have been successful. But there is another another way to uh, address a volunteer situation uh, with consensus building. So it's these kind of steps and techniques that we, uh, we, we, we introduce. So that's the two aspects of the program. Well, Terry and Newt Johnson, uh, let me ask you a question. You talked about going to India, and it was Nepal, correct? Yes. Um, what were some of the things you saw there? What were some of the things you did there representing uh, Rotary? Well, in Nepal, uh, we were there initially for the, for the leadership training, but we did have an opportunity to go out and see some projects. For example, we did see a, a water project uh, in one of the communities where uh, not only uh, the Rotarians from the United States, uh, but interestingly enough, uh, the Rotarians from Japan had come together and worked with the the uh, the, the Nepalese folks, and uh, uh, we have a, a, a major water water project. And uh, along in association with that were government fields of uh, grain and and uh, vegetables and stuff like this to to help uh, uh, the folks with some of their their food needs. Uh, we were also involved in a uh, one of the other projects we had an opportunity to go see had to do with the uh, with schools and uh, uh, actually putting together uh, uh, some some basic um, computer equipment. So that was a couple of the projects that we did happen How to long see. were you there? Can you? Well, I was in Nepal for a week, and then I was in, in uh, Delhi for a week. Now, I just want to call attention to the fact that you're a member of the New Windsor Club, and that's located? Yep, I'm a member of the New Windsor Cornwall Rotary Club, and that's... Uh, well, if you're familiar with West Point, we're just uh, 15 minutes drive up the river. Nice neighborhood. I have to say, I mean, Joan has been a part of uh, District 7210, and so have you. I've just become a member, having transferred here, but you have always been a beacon here, a, a real uh, kind of icon in the district. I, I'm making you blush for those of you who, of course, <laughs> were on radio, and I love to describe the reactions in the studios. But... Um, you are an ambassador too. You really, you've you've really gotten around. You a lot of people know who you are, district wise, state wise, and now internationally as well. Um, how many districts are there? How many Rotary clubs are there globally? How many districts are there globally? Okay, well we're looking at roughly um, thirty three thousand clubs, and we have. Uh, district-wide, which we have probably, well, it's uh, 534 districts, and we're in over 180 countries, and our membership is uh, 1.2 million. So we're uh, we're getting to be a pretty good size operation. I'll say. Let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. This is Jonah Trebois with me, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Knut Johnson, uh, Rotarian, and humanitarian, helping out with Rotary's humanitarian efforts around the world. Note, uh, you were talking about your trip to Nepal and India, and you spoke about uh, water projects. Is this for clean water or water supply, or both? Primarily uh, for, for clean water. Um, there's, there's a lot of systems in place uh, where they, and, and, and different uh, lakes and things like that. Unfortunately, over the years, they've, they've become polluted. There. You take one trip to, say, India, and wherever there's water, you're going to see them either doing their dishes or taking a bath, uh, and you see uh, livestock milling around. So it's really... Um, Obviously, the livestock are relieving themselves in that same water supply. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And what do, what do Rotarians do to help clean up that water supply that, that you took a hand in or you saw personally? Well, there are a number of uh, uh, equipment, number of treatments. Uh, they have what we call the Pure Water Program, which is a, a filtration system that actually uh, uh, at a gallon or two gallons at a time, you can you can uh, run the water through this uh, sand and 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 um, filtering process, and bingo, uh, you'll come out with some fresh water at least for drinking and for cooking purposes. You know, one of the great joys of being a Rotarian when you travel overseas on vacation or business is to visit other Rotary clubs and and sit in on their meetings. Did you have a chance to do that when you were in India and Nepal? Yes, every day, noon, morning, noon, and night. <laughs> that, that was, and and I tell you, that's that's the that's the great part about travel. You really get a wonderful opportunity to uh, to see the customs and the cultures and the traditions of a country. In fact, when we do travel. Uh, we we insist on home hospitality if possible. We're not interested in staying in the American hotel in the country or in the in the community that we're in. We want to be with the fellow Rotarians in their homes. And, and that's all part of learning to learn about each other, getting to know you, as the song goes. Yes. And that contributes to world peace because when you know somebody across the table and you break bread with them, it's very hard to stay angry with them. Absolutely. Now, New Johnson, um, everyone likes to know who listens in a little bit about our, our guests. Um, how did you become a Rotarian, and uh, what have you done in Rotary here in the United States, here in New Windsor and Cornwall? Well, I started in 1981 in western New York, and uh, after a few years I was transferred, and, and my work assignment didn't allow me to get right back in. But then eventually I, I joined the New Windsor-Cornwall Rotary Club, and then in um, 2000 I was the, the uh, club president, and then from there I was willing to and accepted some assignments at the district level, working with some youth programs and working with the World Community Service programs. I see on your schedule that next week you're going to have uh, Jan Miller here. Uh, she heads up our World Community Service program, and uh, she'll be able to share with you some very interesting projects that we're working on. But anyway, we start out and beyond the club into the district, and then eventually I was asked to, to represent the district as the governor, and um, I was very pleased, and we have 66, 65 clubs, I guess now, here in the Hudson Valley. So I spent the year visiting clubs and then um, also representing uh, our district at some international programs, some assemblies and at the district or at the international convention. From there, I was fortunate enough to uh, get in on a few assignments at the, at the zone and international level, being a representative to the Council on Legislation, and then to fi- eventually find my way with this uh, Rotary Leadership Institute, which I guess has become a full-time, uh, non-paying job. <laughs> but you're very <laughs> passionate about it. Love every minute of it. Yes. You know, uh, it, the, I think it's a good friend of ours the, in Rotary. Uh, he's a past district governor also. He said the work we do is uh, the rent we pay for being blessed to be able to live where we do. Well, that's very well put, Canute. And if people out there are interested in joining us at Rotary and having uh, a great time helping the world, helping your neighbors, and just having a good time with great fellowship, you want to go to rotary.org. That's www.rotary.org. Click on the club locator button. Put in your hometown, and you will find the location of your local Rotary Club. They would welcome you to join them and learn a little bit more about Rotary and join up with this great, great crusade to... uh, Help everyone around the world. Uh, so, Newt, how long have you been a Rotarian? Well, I started in 1981, and I'm not sure with the new math how long that is. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, a while. (laughs) Uh, Long enough to make a difference. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Now, Newt Johnson, let's talk about another uh, project I know that's dear to your heart, and that's Rotary's fight against polio. You know, those of us who are old enough to remember the pre-Salk and Sabin vaccine days when the miracle of the cure of polio uh, happened, remember the days when we weren't allowed to go out to swimming pools, uh, parents kept us home from summer camp because of the fear of infection of infantile paralysis. Um, I had assumed before I became a Rotarian that polio had been wiped out because certainly it's been wiped out here in the United States for decades. I was amazed when I became an active Rotarian that polio is still a scourge around the world in certain locations. Tell us about Rotary's fight against polio, Knut. Well, I'm happy to say that um, this was a a program that we spearheaded back in 1985. And um, uh, once we got the program off the ground, in fact, I should back up a little bit. The program started, as all good programs do in Rotary, at the grassroots level, okay? Uh, And it started in the Philippines. There was a Rotarian that realized that in his community they had a problem convinced the club to uh, get the vaccine, inoculate the kids, and it spread from there. And then before you know it, in 1985, it was picked up as the corporate mission of of, um, Rotary International. We now work with uh, World Community Service, uh, or excuse me, the the, uh, World Health Organization, the Center for um, Disease Control, and UNICEF, along with many other NGOs, and collectively... We've inoculated over a billion children in uh, in the 20 years that we've been involved. That's just terrific. Let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host is Sarah O'Connell. Our very special guest, Rotarian Knute Johnson. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Somewhere in the United States, a troubled teenage boy decides he's better off staying in school. Somewhere in India... A child is immunized against polio. Because somewhere a local Rotary Club has become involved. Whether it's funding scholarships, creating neighborhood centers, or ridding the world of one of its most horrible diseases, Rotary members believe anything is possible. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Visit rotary.org. Celebrating 100 years of helping others. Welcome back to Radio Rotary, right here on the Hudson Valley Talk Radio. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. And today we're speaking to Knut Johnson, and we are talking about some very heartfelt um, initiatives, trips, things, Knut, that you've been on. You've been a member of Rotary since 1981. You've been in a leadership uh, position in District 7210 for many, many years. Everybody in this area knows who you are, knows your name. Um, recently, you've returned from Nepal. It's your fourth. And India. And, and India. Indians, just back from India. And not your first trip there. Um, a couple years ago, I know two years ago, you were you were overseas, and you had a very special experience. You were involved in one of the big initiatives of Rotary, which is the annihilation of polio globally. 
Right. We were talking before the break, Sarah, with Knute about the um, campaign against polio. And uh, Knute, tell us about um, what the foundation has uh, received from uh, Bill Gates of Microsoft fame. Okay. Well, uh, last year, uh, I guess it was uh, last fall. Yeah, last fall. Uh, Bill Gates Foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, uh, came to Rotary and gave us $100 million to uh, continue the work of the polio eradication. There was only one stipulation. We were to match those dollars. Not each individually. Because they don't pay me and Sarah that much here. We actually don't pay us at all. <laughs> oh, we're, we have six <laughs> figures. Don't let them kid you. Well, guess what? <laughs> uh, maybe between all of us. But uh, bottom line is that... Um, uh, if he can come up with $100 billion, I think 1.2 million Rotarians can figure out ways to do some fundraising and come up with the $100 million. And I might add that um, as of the end of January, we were close to uh, $80 million. So we, we were just about ready to, to meet that challenge. Instead of it's a three-year challenge, we're doing it in a year and a half. Ah, also, but then he moved the goalpost on us, didn't he? Well, he made it even a little more attractive. In the um, fact, the last week of January, he went to the International Assembly, um, which we hold each year in San Diego, and he addressed the 1,500 Rotarians that were there. This is the incoming leadership. And uh, he said that um, he would like to challenge us with another $100 million. And if we agreed to that, he would just kick in another $155 million. So uh, we're going to match $200 million of the $355 million that his foundation has given us. That's magnificent. That's magnificent. And you had a, a chance on one of your overseas trips to put this kind of good works to practical use. Tell us about the day that you helped save a child from polio. Yeah, well, we were, once again, uh, uh, was one of our trips to India when we were there for the Rotary Leadership Institute, and it happened to be what they call an NID day, which is a National Immunization Day. And this is, this uh, they have this countrywide, and there are people, volunteers that come from all over the world, Rotarians, non-Rotarians, and they work with the, with the health communities in all the different uh, towns and villages in India. And there is, I mean, this goes, uh, there's, there's probably in excess of a million people actually involved. But in one day, they will inoculate almost 100 million kids. It's just an, a fantastic program. But anyway, we happened to be there on one Sunday when they were actually inoculating the children. And even though the Rotarians are really primarily involved in the promotional aspects of it, uh, there is a handful that are given an opportunity to actually give a child the drops. And I was fortunate enough to, to be one of those to, to have that opportunity. And I, I can tell you, I've never been so emotional in my life. And um, in fact, I was so nervous that poor child had drops all over his face before I finally got the two shaking, drops. Huh? Yeah, before I finally got those two drops um, in his mouth. But uh, we're talking about pennies per child, right, Knut? It's about uh, it's only about fifty cents to inoculate a child, wow. and we now have uh, inoculated, as I think I mentioned earlier, over two billion uh, children, and and I tell you, it's uh, the we're ninety. They say we're ninety nine point eight percent finished, but we still have four countries 
where either because of religion, because of terrain, or because of conflicts, um, uh, we just are not in a position to uh, to get the job done. But we will get them done. Yes, we will. That's a very moving. Thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Now, Knut Johnson, every year, of course, uh, the Rotary International President comes up with a theme for the year. This year's theme from Rotary International President D.K. Lee is Make Dreams Real. If we were able to make a dream real for Knut Johnson when it comes to Rotary, what would that dream be? That really, I think, in the next three or four years that we will indeed uh, eradicate polio. And um, that would be number one. And um, and then move on to some of these other initiatives because um, as long as we're we're working toward these goals of world peace and if we can make some inroads where people uh, live in such despair, um, I think um, that 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 in and of itself will be uh, something we can put our uh, you know sink our teeth into and we can be very very proud of. Uh, but but we need to get this job done as far as. Uh, the promise we made to the children of the world, and that's, hey, we don't want one more child to have to suffer or die or be crippled because of polio. Well, now getting back, Knut, to uh, being an everyday Rotarian, um, people listening in, some Rotarians, some non-Rotarians, what would you suggest to people who say, gee, I wonder if Rotary's for me, based on your experience since 1981? Why would you suggest that someone joins Rotary? Well, I think everybody ought to be a Rotarian because uh-huh. um, having, like I said, having had the opportunity to travel in some of these developing countries, um, we have so much to be thankful for right here. And uh, we need to uh, take a little bit of our time and a little bit of our dollars and our, our talent and, um, and, and put them to good use, not only in our community, but in some of the communities around the world. So... Um, I, I just think it's a great op- great place for an individual to to give some of their some of their time. And certainly, the more you give, really, the more you get. I, I think the last time I saw you was at a leadership uh, conference or something, a workshop that Rotary had done. And I remember in one of the breakouts, somebody shared. He'd been a Rotarian for twenty five years, and he shared the moment. He said, "You know, I was a member of Rotary for ten years." And then one day I became a Rotarian. And I, I think we've all had moments like that. No and and it's, it's of huge privilege. Knut Johnson, thank you so much for joining us on Rotary, Radio Rotary. It's a great pleasure to have had you here. Thank you. My pleasure. Sarah, tell us quickly who brought us here today. Well, as you know, we wouldn't be here without the partnership of District 7210 and the clubs of Arlington Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Kingston Sunrise, Millbrook, New Paltz, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, and Southern Ulster. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebois. I'll see you next week at this time on Radio Rotary.